episode nine. The doctor will see you now. Hello, everybody. My name's Evan Diem, the host of Evan Diem's Joke Doctor, a podcast where my co-host reads me jokes. I try to come up with the answer to them. Answer? Punchline. I always forget the word punchline. That feels like a bad thing to do when you do a podcast about jokes is to forget the word punchline. Especially when you're the doctor. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, it's like if I forgot the word pneumonia. <laughs> it's like you've got, oh, man, something's up with your lungs for sure. <laughs> for real. Um I can't remember. It's like uh, it's like a uh, pterodact. No, silent P though. Anyway, uh, <laughs> here's your prescription for Valium. I don't know. Um, Valium. I'm not a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and then we uh, we talk about the jokes. We critique them, analyze them, try to make them better, or we sentence them to death. No, that's not. We what send we do. them to the morgue. We send them to the morgue. I guess we kind of pull the plug on them. Is that a fair way to say it? Well, we let their family members make that decision. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Um, That's my co-host, Sarah, over there. She she comes up with all the jokes. I do. Um, No, I don't. I find the jokes. Oh, yeah. That's sorry. That's what I meant. I'm a joke hunter. Joke hunter. Poacher. A a joke poacher. A joacher? A joacher. That feels like that's... That feels like a rude word in Portuguese. Like, I don't know... It just feels like it. I don't think it is, but I think we got one email. Um, yeah, since, since we the last episode, a few days ago. Yeah, the next. I think what is it like three or four episodes are going to not necessarily be uh, yeah. as close to release time as they tend to be. And that we normally record them and then I edit them almost immediately and then put them up because it's like ten thirty p.m. when we start recording on a Monday. So. It's uh, very fortunate we got an email. This was originally a text from my mom. We actually got a, We got another we got email? A, yeah, we got an email today uh, oh. at 12.30. Okay, what was that oh. one? This is from Xavier. Um, says, who is the most flagrant lawbreaker in the Bible? Samson, you know, the son of Sam. Oh, okay. And then... That was in response to the, who was the most flagrant lawbreaker yeah. in the Bible? Moses, because of... And breaking the right. commandments. Yeah, and stuff Xavier like that. goes on to say, I really like the Moses answer, but this is what I came up with while you were thinking about it. That's pretty good. Son of Sam. You know Son of Sam? Nope. He's a serial killer oh. uh, in New York City in, uh, I want to say the 80s. He's still, I think. There are so many serial killers. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, his whole thing was uh, he like claimed to be like possessed by the devil um, to like try and, you know, not take responsibility for everything. Oh. So he's like, um, his whole thing was like, the neighbor's dog told me to kill those people. So that's like his, mm. his like thing. But he was just like sexually frustrated. as like serial killers tend to be. So he made that up so people didn't think he just like sucked as a dude, um, which is and normally the case. ultra sucked. Yeah, they tend to. Um, so Xavier, yeah, I think that's good. I think that that's like a good that's like a good second answer. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that's a good good place to get to. I would have I would have felt good if I had gotten there because that you know works on a couple levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other email was it's from your mom. Hello, mother. Um, Happy Mother's Day. It is way past Mother's Day. Yeah, but 
Susan says, hi, I already sent my Mars pan puzzle, why yellow? So I'm just sending this to say I enjoy your podcast. I'd gotten your email incorrect, so I'm checking to see if I got it right. Your fan, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> this is how you know you got it right. Yeah. Shout out to my parents for listening. And yeah, so the last episode we had a joke that was, what's yellow swings through the jungle and smells of almonds? And it was Tarzapan. Uh, and then very shortly into uh, Tuesday, my mom texted me, marzipan isn't yellow, <laughs> which I don't know what marzipan really looks like. I, I didn't think it was. And you said it was like a pale yellow, which like if I looked at that and someone was like, what would you describe this color as? And someone said yellow, I would go, mm, I don't think so. But I also wouldn't be like, no, it's objectively not yellow. But I, I think it's like it's like a beige with like yellow undertones or something like yeah. that. So like it, it does not work if you were like, hey, grab that yellow thing over there from the counter. The banana? The bananas? No. The lemons? No. The papaya? No. And and no, I see you're reaching for the Old Bay seasoning jar. Not that either. I'm talking about marzipan. <laughs> like, no, that's, I think mom's right on that one. Marzipan's not yellow. And I think that that joke did not need that. Like, I think if you, but the problem is if you were like, what's brown swings through the jungle and smells like almonds. It's like a monkey, <laughs> a monkey who had some almonds. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so let's crack on with our first jokes. Let's get cracking at the seafood restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Kraken, the, the monster, mm -hmm. is in the sea. And also when you eat crab legs, you got to crack them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why was the seafood restaurant being investigated by the IRS? Um, They were a shell corporation. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's uh, They were suspected of being a shell company in some fishy business. Mm, okay, they had another one there. They had another one there. Um, yeah, that one... Uh, <laughs> I guess I kind of like it because they've done they've done the thing where like they know neither of those jokes is very good, so they did two of them in the punchline. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a bit too obvious, mm. which is why I think they had to do two there because either of the like fishy business I think is the one that's more obvious because not everyone's going to know what a shell corporation is. Yeah, and it's like I definitely didn't until like the friggin' fraud trials from the last presidency. Like I still don't know. Yeah. I don't super know what it is either, but I know that it's a thing. Seems not important for us. No. So, yeah, I guess it's fine. It's like acknowledging that the word shell exists in both contexts. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as far as a joke that has to do with seafood and the punchline isn't shellfish, I'm happy. Because I, yeah, yeah, I don't like that one. You're a bit shellfish when it comes to those sorts of things. That doesn't even make sense. Nope. How many letters are there in the alphabet? So the obvious answer, if this, so this, if this is a trivia question on Webkins, it's they're not, looking for 26, right? We're not on Webkins right now. I know, but I'm saying if it oh, was more. If we were in Quizzy's question corner, then yeah. Yeah. And if you want to hear us answer questions from Quizzy's question corner, <laughs> go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash joke doctor. The uh, bonus episode for this week Features that and also some some collaborative storytelling. Yeah. You remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many letters are there in the alphabet? So is this a thing where it's like T 
is one, H is one, E is one, A is one, L is one, P is one, H is one. Like literally the oh, no. alphabet. Okay. How many letters are there in the alphabet? And it's not that or 26. Mm-mm. So I don't really know what direction this could go <laughs> unless it's like letters meaning like mail, like post. But it, the, the, that wouldn't, there's no way to get there. Mm-mm. Right. So what could letters or alphabet mean here? Um, Some actual oh, letters. Oh, oh, oh. All of them. Nope. Oh, it's that's not it? No. Oh, I thought it was one of those like lateral thinking puzzles. How many letters? All of them. It's like it isn't because there's more alphabets. But um, can I have a hint or just tell me what it is? There are actual, it, it involves actual letters in the, like the letters in the alphabet. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea. 24, because E.T. went home. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what does E.T. have to do with anything? <laughs> like, that joke works if you're like... If like you're asking it to Steven Spielberg specifically, or like I feel like I need some context for that because if I don't know about the film E.T. the Extraterrestrial, that joke is mind blowingly nonsensical, <laughs> and you know I'm for sure not the only person in the world who you know wouldn't necessarily think of E.T. I guess that's fine. Like, I don't, it's not a bad joke, right? But I feel like you need some context for, like, how many letters are there? How many letters does Steven Spielberg think there are in the alphabet or something like that? Or how many letters are there in the alien alphabet? Or, like, add something Mm -hmm. in there to, like, connect that? Because I just think, like, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where, like, if you don't have the cultural reference to et then like including steven spielberg and alien isn't going to help but i think et just means extraterrestrial like i don't think it's a specifically et the movie thing like i think if you talk to like you know people who are interested in like ufos and stuff like that they call like i think they call it you know et et encounters or something like that so i don't know i guess if like it's whatever it's fine I like that with a visual joke. Like, I think if you can make E.T., if you can make the letters E and T look like E.T., and all the rest of the letters are there or whatever, mm-hmm. like the letters are all in a field watching E and T in a spaceship go home or something uh-huh. like that. I guess I didn't know that he actually went home. I just knew he wanted to. I've never seen the film. Let's move on. I watched it when I was like a little kid. Yeah. So I don't remember the details. Me neither. What's the leading cause of dry skin? Oh. Um, so whenever there's one like this, like my temptation is just like the answer. It's just like not drinking enough water, <laughs> dry air, you know, um, not moisturizing. Uh, I assume this is a joke and not like you've just thrown in a, I guess, I never know. Um, the leading cause of dry skin. Oh, towels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. What do you call birds who stick together? Oh, we're just moving on. Oh. No commentary okay. on that one. 
So I think that that's like a situational joke. Like, I think that's a really good joke if you were like giving a presentation in a medical context. You know, I like that joke. Um, you can tell it at work. Yeah. Like you could, yeah, you could tell it at, at my job doing medical stuff, mm-hmm. doing medical education. I think people would, would like that because, and this is really important, it is phrased in a way that like, leads you into thinking about actual like medical things or like situational things. Like I think you could make that like more direct and it wouldn't be as good because like if you are thinking too hard about drying, you know, Mm -hmm. then you'd immediately go to towels more quickly. But like making it dry skin Mm -hmm. specifically and saying leading cause of it's phrased very much like a headline or something like that. And I think that's why that joke works. Yeah. No complaints. Okay. Mm hmm. What do you call birds who stick together? Gloose. No. Like a goose, but a glue? I know. Okay, you got me. Yeah, you got me. I got you. Pound it. <laughs> birds that stick together. So flock. Is it stick? Is it like sticky? Is it a sticky thing? Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, what's another sticky thing? Tape? No. Tape sticky. It is sticky. Very um, good. <laughs> But I can't think of like a a bird that's got tape. Okay, Kalk. No. So it's like a rooster that goes kalk, kalk a doodle do. Um, what else is sticky? Gum. Gum's kind of sticky. You know so many sticky things. Yeah. Is it rude? Is it naughty and dirty? No. Okay. Good. Um. <laughs> This is a family-friendly podcast uh, until we get to the 69th episode. Yeah, then it's going to be gruesome the whole time. Yeah. We'll do very dirty jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Paste. No. Is another thing that people call glue. That's correct. Duck tape. Nope. And I don't know. I've, I don't, I feel like I've gotten a lot of good starts on this. But none of them. None of them are this. Mm-mm. None of them are quite there. Mm-mm. Okay, what is it? Velcros. Velcros. Because mm. Velcro sticks together and uh-huh. the birds stick together. Yeah, they do. So that's interesting. It's doing a thing that I don't, I guess I don't know if there's a word for, but it's something that's always felt kind of weird to me because it's like, it's like one and a half entendre. Right. Mm. Like the vel doesn't have anything to do with one way of reading it. Mm. Right. Because you have to get like what birds stick together, vel crows. Velcro works, mm. sticks together, and crows, birds, cool. But on the other hand, the crow is on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. In the word velcro and the word crow. Vel is only on one side. And unless you can come up with a way to put the word vel, which I don't know. Like, I mean, like, what's what's a way that you could get that? Like, novel? But, like, that's pronounced differently. Um, like, you could make that work, like, writing-wise. Mm. Like, um, there's no way to do this without, like, it being a really, really bonkers setup about, like, the poem, The Raven. And it's not a poem. It's a novel, novel, crows. So it's like, I think if you're not, if you're, if... For you, that's not a sticking point. 
get it sticking point Velcro, mm-hmm. then I guess it's fine. Like, like that's not going to bother some people, but I think that's just like, I feel like you could get closer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you, but like having done some work on it, I don't actually know if you can. An example of this is like, there's a line in the, um, in the epic rap battle of history, Thor versus Zeus. And they do it all in Lego. It's like a very cool video. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's one line in that that I always felt was kind of awkward. I think it says something like, keep your Asgard up. I Ragnarok the house. And it's like Asgard and Ragnarok. But then keep your guard up because I rock the house. And then As and Ragna are just also there. Mm -hmm. Like they're not adding to that working both ways. And I just think like, it's a thing where you very clearly have given up on trying to make the wordplay work. And I've just never really liked that. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily bad because it's like its own thing, right? It opens up all these different paths of wordplay. Because if you were like, no, I can't get Vel to work in front of crows, you just give up, right? And then this joke wouldn't exist, which maybe that's good or bad. Who knows? But that's something to think about, you joke creators out there. Um, if you've never thought about it and if anybody has like thoughts on why that feels awkward or if there's a name for that, I'd love to know it. Let's move on. Hey, it's not word work. It's word play. You get to have fun with it. If it was serious, it would be word work. But because it's fun, it's word play. You're going to destroy the concept of this podcast if you say that we can't take it too seriously. <laughs> Let's, like, if you were just like, Evan, it's not that serious. It's like, well, th- that's what... Th- <laughs> okay, <laughs> podcast over. It's done. We're never doing another episode. <laughs> no, the people need this. Yeah. What's the last thing that goes through a bug's mind when it hits a windshield? It's feet. No. I think is classically the joke. It's right? butt. It's butt. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the end of it. Um, I do like that joke. I think it's like a good visual kind of thing kind of it's a little bit dark because a bug died Mm -hmm. which doesn't happen every day no 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 that's a that's a rough moment Mm -hmm. yeah again that's like a good that's an example of the setup leading you in a direction that that you could reasonably get to by thinking about what those words mean but by using Uh, how you said but save it for episode 69 okay However, the phrasing conjures up the last thought that goes through your mind, right? Mm. It's just like it's a good twisting of that phrasing to lead you in a direction and then make it literal. Mm -hmm. And it's the literalness. It changes the context that you're thinking about it in. And I I mean, I knew that one because like I've heard jokes similar to it before. But uh, is that from like the dad jokes for kids? No, that's from Reader's Digest. Okay. Yeah, that's a Reader's Digest-ass joke. Yeah. Yeah. You ready for another joke? Yeah. What dinosaur would win the track gold medal at the Olympics? Oh, no. I, I, don't, I hate dinosaur jokes because they're always like... Now you wish you had fought my grace here. Yeah. I mean, there was the one that we were looking at, which was like, what do you... Was it, what do you call a blind dinosaur? Mm-hmm. Do you think he saw us? Yeah. Which is like, I don't know. Those are those ones I just, they don't hit for me. I mm-hmm. don't think they're bad, but they don't hit for me because it's sort of like making a set of words kind of sound like the shape of a dinosaur name, 
which like I think is a cool thing if it happens organically, mm-hmm. you know, like the person who came up with, do you think he saw us is like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like if you come up with that in the moment, that's solid. Cause that's like a really impressive, like way of formulating those words into a recognizable shape. Mm-hmm. But on its own presented as that, I don't find it super interesting. Is this one of those? Mm-mm. Okay, that's good. But I just I did want to talk about that in case it wasn't. Um, what do you call what dinosaur would do the best at the Olympics? Yeah, who would win the track gold medal at the Olympics? Velociraptor, because velocity, the velocity raptor. No, the pterodactyl, because the p is silent. Mm-mm. No, it's a different joke. Uh, it's a different setup. <laughs> Um, Tyrannosaurus Rex, Tyrannosaurus Rex, Tyrannosaurus Rex the competition. That's cute. Yeah. That'd be like a good name for an episode of a dinosaur based children's television program. Mm -hmm. Do I have to know a specific dinosaur for this? It's kind of a dinosaur. It's kind of a dinosaur. Chicken run. No. Chickens are kind of dinosaurs (laughs) when you think about it. Um... Hmm. I'm just like running through dinosaurs. Ankylosaur. Plesiosaur. Triceratops. Triathlonceratops. No. <laughs> Runoceros. No. Oh, God. I don't think I'm going to get it. Steg- Stegosaurus. No. Brack. Brachiosaurus. No. Prontosaurus. Yeah. Prontosaurus? Yeah. What? No way. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh. Because Pronto. Like Pronto. Pronto's fast. And then Brontosaurus. And Brontosaurus. I feel good having just like crawled my way there. Um, but man, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's the setup I would use for it because like, I think there's a lot more stuff that's like pronto than like winning it. Like no one is like, Oh, in order to win that hundred meter sprint, you got to get there pronto. It's like, yeah, well, we know it's got it. You got to be quick. Like, I think that's, I think that would be better if it was just like, what's the fastest dinosaur? putting it in the context of like track and field is kind of like weird um did say that he got the gold medal he did get the gold medal so you you have to assume that he's very fast that he's the fastest right Mm -hmm. i guess there could be like a doping scandal with the velociraptor Mm because the velocity and the tyrannosaurus 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 wrecks the competition but then gets you know yeah demoted for blood doping yeah i mean i guess that one's fine uh, again, that's an example of an allophone, Prontosaurus, Prontosaurus. Mm-hmm. That B versus P thing doesn't really come across differently in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you ha- actually have to change that one. I just, um, I would. I so. do like Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus is fun. Yeah. I think Prontosaurus is better than Tyrannosaurus. So um, props to them for, I think, probably doing the... The best version of fast and dinosaur, Prontosaurus. It just feels like Pronto to me doesn't feel like fast in the way as it feels like 
in reference to something like being there as soon as possible, like, which is, you know, I guess that's like, it's being fast, but it feels like in a more indirect way. So I don't know. Like I would say like what dinosaur needs to be there. <laughs> what? I don't know what I'm talking about. The Mamasaurus. The Mamasaurus. What dinosaur needs to be there? What dinosaur needs to be there to see their dinosaur baby win first place in the Olympics? <laughs> track the mom, <laughs> the Mamasaurus. The Mamasaurus. Um, the Parentactyl. 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 Like what? What dinosaur delivers mail overnight? <laughs> <laughs> I think that just also works. Again, I I'm trying to find other options. Not that that I think that this one's necessarily better or worse than the one presented do you have one more joke or two i have two more jokes jokes. let's move through them how do you make a fruit punch boxing gloves boxing lessons boxing lessons yeah that's from the eight-year-old jokes yeah Yeah. that one's a a bit (laughs) speaking of punch bit too on the nose (laughs) so um (laughs) yeah that's fine it's whatever. Yeah. Back it into a corner is also good. I think that's what I would say rather than boxing lessons. Because it's like that that's where like how do you how do you make a fruit punch as efficiently as possible <laughs> with boxing lessons? <laughs> so I think if you add that, but like, yeah, how do you make a fruit punch back it into a corner? I kinda like that because it's like make it punch. Um <laughs> but that's good uh yeah I, I don't yeah i think that's fine what's next what's our what's our final joke of the episode what is black and white and red all over oh god there's so many of these a newspaper uh-uh. a penguin with a nosebleed no a zebra rolling down a hill no um me when i was born <laughs> <laughs> Laugh into the microphone. <laughs> they gotta know. We're both loving this. Um, thanks, Mom, for listening, by the way. Uh, yeah, both of your parents listened. Yeah, they were there. They <laughs> they haven't forgotten. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that this could be. Um, I've definitely heard like, um, like Penguin in a Blender uh, or <laughs> the movie Sin City. I think, or maybe it's Citizen Kane. I forget. One of those is like a black and white movie that's just got like the only color in it is red. Why? I don't know. It's like a stylistic thing. Okay. Because like red is the color of sin or something like that. So that's why I think it's Sin City. Hmm. Okay. What is this? There are too many options and I didn't get any of them. A nun with a nosebleed. Okay. So I basically got it. Um, nuns are basically penguins. They isolate themselves. They can be cold and standoffish, and they love Jesus. Do penguins love Jesus? Yeah. Why do you think that they're... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything. I thought I was going to maybe get to something there. Like, they live in Antarctica, like the Ark. They were on the Ark, Noah's Ark, Ark Bible. But I I couldn't make a closer connection than that. That's a email us at edjdpodcast at gmail.com if you have a good punchline for um, how do you know that penguins 
love Jesus or are Christian or whatever. Um, that's your homework. Uh, please write into us. Um, if you want some more of this, but with less focus on jokes, sometimes, sometimes also focus on jokes, but just a different way. Patreon.com slash joke doctor. Thank you so much to our six patrons. Maybe we should add a thing where it's like, if you get the the $3 tier, we'll like shout you out on the podcast. Yeah, Yeah, we can do that. We'll do that. Um, but I don't know who all of the people are right off the top of my head. So uh, thank you to Talia, Lynn, my sister, Cassie, my mom, Susan, uh, Pippa, and old underscore deluder. I'm not sure uh, if I know that person, but thank you. You know, thank you anyway. Uh, we, you, you know, <laughs> if we want the podcast to be popular, it, it can't it can't just be all people I know on the Patreon. You know what I mean? So thank you so much for listening. Um, everyone who, uh, subscribed, we have one bonus episode, uh, to go along with every episode and then interstitial bonus episodes every now and then when we've got something else to do. Um, I think we're going to post the, um, proof of concept episode, just episode zero. Um, and, uh, if you want, if you want to read our thoughts or like our selfies, uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Evan out of 10. The 10 is T E N and Sarah is Sarah a B T W. And that's Sarah with an H, which many people are saying is the correct way to do it. I can't say that because I have a cousin who has just the a and my mom's best friend uses just the a that's a, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Um, I realized what it was last episode. You were saying Evan out of 10 T E N. Mm hmm. Which is not so. I was hearing T N, uh, but you were saying T E N, which is not cutting there. It's just an accent thing. Maybe it's a T E N a C thing. Um, <laughs> anything else to talk about? Best joke, worst joke. Yeah. Um, I think this was maybe our best joke episode. Really? I think I liked a lot of these. I want to say my favorite one was either fruit punch back into a corner, uh, which I guess was my version. So I don't know. But I like the dry skin one. I think maybe the worst one was Velcro. Just because it it's fine. Didn't really work to mm-hmm. me. But um No, what was the dinosaur one? Prontosaurus. Prontosaurus. Yeah, I didn't care for that one. Uh that's actually the worst one. <laughs> no, no, it's still Velcro. Still Velcro. Um anything else? No. Okay. Um, and as always. I really want to wrap up the podcast because I want to eat a cookie. I can't eat a cookie into the microphone because it's not that kind of podcast. You, I was about to end it. <laughs> You're delaying you eating a cookie. And as we always say before we eat a cookie off air, if, if it, it ain't, ain't joke, joke, don't fix it. it. If it ain't cookie, don't eat it. Here. Thanks. Have a cookie. You made them anyway. Bye, everybody. Bye.